Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome to the Fire Up program again, boys. Good morning, Tez. It's a serious operation here. All these buttons... Who knows which one what to press? Hey, I, mate, I'll tell you what, we just got to go through the internet. It's, it's like Isn't Homer that? Simpson at the power plant. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, and we've got a special guest today. Hey, Gibbo, how are you, mate? I'm good, Tess. Yourself? Well, Neil's um, up the bush today, yeah? With Curly? Enjoying a long-awaited honeymoon, I hear. Yeah, as you said, someone's got to, got, to, got to put the moisture into Curly's back. That's right. <laughs> rub, rub some lotion on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, we have, mate. There's been a fair bit happening around the game. Um, the, the Ravenhall prisons sort of come to a bit of a grinding halt. There's been a few issues out there. What's and... going on out there, Gibbo? I, I hear, I'm hearing a lot about it, but... Uh... Well, I suppose if you listen to John Holland, it's a legal industrial action, but if you listen to the men and the contractors on site, there's been a, a number of safety, safety issues. Safety issues, yeah, OK. Uh, the primary one, I suppose, being their failure to have an appropriate and... and uh, an appropriate and tested evacuation process for the site. Um, a site there with almost a thousand people and there was only one stretcher on the site and uh, the only time they'd done an evacuation drill was on an RDO. How oh, that work? Well, uh, they, they said it did. We don't know. We weren't there. Yeah, no, I yeah. yeah, so there's, uh, there's been a bit of work to get that back up to, uh, up to speed and the reps out there, Baldy and Bobby and our man Simon, have, um, yeah, they're, they're putting on a stellar performance out there, getting things where they need to be. And I think uh, without our guys out there, I think Hollands would be lost. They're stumbling around in the dark, and I think they can find their bum with both hands, Tess. Well, uh, I've been, as you know, we're going out there doing that. Uh, verifying some competencies, and, uh, mate, I tell you what's a mess. The place is a mess. Well, it's getting better now, but, I mean, beforehand, as you know, you're walking through mud, you've got walkways, they're out in the rain, you've got mm. concrete dust putting down, it really works out in that area. Mm. The wind's blowing, it's... Um, and it's a big place. It's huge. The place is, you know, you walk around the place. And I don't know how, how, how our rep Simon is. You know, he just walks and walks and walks around all the place. But um, there you go. No, look, he's doing a mighty job out there, and uh, I think the only competency that needs verified out there is uh, Holland's management. I think our blokes have shown themselves to be more than competent. The only incompetence I've seen on display out there is all with the blokes with the John Holland shirts on. That's been the other bugbear we've had out there, and of course, then the hesitance of our uh, of our illustrious safety regulator oh. and WorkSafe to try and come and get involved. All we get in here is uh, we can't put a notice on Holland's there, Comcare. They won't don't have to listen to us. They don't have to Turn show it us up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got all 15, the subbies are covered by the WorkSafe. Well, we've got fifteen employees out there that are Comcare, and we've got approximately nine hundred and ninety five employees out there that are covered by Victorian legislation. Mm. I reckon mm. we hold the trump card. Mm. Yes, he's, uh, and, and, and they're always right, Killer, John Holland. You always say something about them, and they're always right. You're never wrong. It's, uh, it's incredible. We actually access... It must be breeding builders, because <laughs> most of them are never wrong. But look, most of them you can sort of work around, but uh, they're just so uh, arrogant, stubborn. Never seen the likes of it. Um, is that way, right? Absolutely. Arrogance, arrogance is... Never seen the likes of it. Never seen the likes of it. The way we were treated out there, they brought their Western Australia attitude over here and sat right? us in a room and ignored us for probably six hours straight. Didn't even want to talk to us. Called the police. I had a bit of that down at Chicago Bridge. Yeah. Um, I stood out the front for a couple of hours like a flea-bitten dog. Mm. You know, unloved, stray mutt. Doesn't do much for your temperament, does it? <laughs> 
Well, I think we're on air because Andy's texted me. Good yeah. morning, Andy. Yes, and, and oh, uh, yeah. here he is. A big cheerio to Andy as well while we're, while we're on that. We now have a competent trained panel operator. We'll just shuffle around here. <laughs> Good morning, Jim. Good. How are you going? Oh, not that tram again, Jimmy. Is that the one that yeah, goes down to South Melbourne Beach? Hey? Does that go down to South Melbourne Beach? Is that the same Yeah, tram? no, they cut that line. The Did great they? tram journey of all time, that was. That was like, you know, used to be a good tram trip. Now they stop it at the casino because they want you to lose your money. <laughs> Did they? Is that right? Yeah, it's crap. Have you ever fallen asleep and like back before? No. Have you ever done that old trick? No. I woke up in Dandenong once. Yeah, but you'd have, you'd have 15 pots by the time you got there. It was an Anzac day, and you know, I'd well, do them a bit, you know, for the country and all the rest, and yeah, woke up in, or somewhere out there, anyway, Keysborough or somewhere, wherever the train line goes. Well, that's what they were doing uh, in Long Tan today, too, mate. Were, you, were your pants still on, Killer? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to ask. Did you still have your wallet? Well, I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now, what did Andy say? Andy's, um, we'll give a spell on Andy, mate. Yep, my old mate, he's, uh, he's been a bit crook. He's, um, been in Peterback and uh, had uh, a few uh, things, uh, cancerous things cut out, but he's on the mend. Yeah, I just spoke to him uh, just a few moments ago and he gave me a few sage words of advice. Obviously, I'm talking too close to the mic was the message that just come through. Uh, he is of the belief that the ratings of the number one Victorian uh, Plumbers Union radio show have dramatically dropped since his uh, absence, but he's hoping that he'll make a resurgence and bring the ratings back where they need to be, Jim. Good on you, mate. That's all we need. Yeah, what are you doing there, Killer? I'm getting ready for a song. Yeah, yeah. really? Really? <laughs> Good on you, mate. <laughs> are you ready or do you want to play it now? Or do you no, want no, to... no, no, no. no, no. no I'm just getting organised. We are just talking about um, a lot of safety issues been happening at that Ravenhall um, new prison here building, Jimmy. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. It's been a mess and uh, I think it, about four or five days um, the job had been stopped out there. The guys had been sitting in the sheds, about 900 of them waiting for uh, the site to be made, made There's safe. that many people there. Yeah, it's about over wow. a thousand, isn't it? The, the disappointing part was for the first four days, John Hollins weren't even prepared to discuss it as far as they were concerned. Everything was fine, go back to work, texting the subcontractors and trying to pressure the guys in the shed to get back out to site. But they stuck fat because they seen that the uh, the job wasn't right. And I think even to this stage now, some week and a half afterwards, there are still areas that Hollins are refusing to open because they're actually saying to the subcontractors, no, it's not safe. We don't have an appropriate means of egress uh, emergency egress for this area, so we've uh, forced to close areas of it off. So, for a company oh, to tell us, was, don't tell me they're doing their job. Well, it's for a company that's still maintaining we were creating illegal industrial action. They seem to take a lot of time time getting it back to work. So, it's I been think, in the courts three times, hasn't it? Yeah, we've been to Fair Work Australia three times. They've finally withdrawn the uh, the claim they put against us. They put a four one eight against us. Oh, not the old four one eight test. The old four one eight. Hit us with a 418, which is um, asking us to cease industrial action. And as our Assistant Secretary has told the Commissioner, uh, even if the order's made, it doesn't change what we're doing because this is not a legal industrial action. This is safety. Uh, when You're we right. finally got everybody to the table, um, we virtually had to draw them a roadmap on how to fix it. So, Does it get swampy out there? Like, does it get muddy? Oh, absolutely. Uh, is, half that it? is that half the issue? Yeah. A lot of the issue is the minute there's a bit of rain, the whole thing just turns to poop. Yeah. It's just shocking, yeah, and uh, their inability to manage it and direct people and their they're in a, they're lack of numbers, even WorkSafe said they don't have enough supervision. 
Mm. Now, when we find something wrong out there, we seem to, seem to be plenty of supervision. There's a lot of Holland's people yeah, standing there watching out, it. Out of the cracks. Yeah, no one's stopping anything, though. Mm. Well, there's plenty, there's plenty of supervision there because if you walk around with your union jacket on, mate, they're, uh, they, yeah. <laughs> they're, so you, they're walking beside can we just, you. Can we just paint a picture so for the for our, view, our viewers, I was going to say, but for our listeners and for myself? So we've got a lot of slabs that have got buildings going there on them and you've got walkways going to them that aren't. 47 no, no different slabs, 47 different buildings yeah. currently under construction, all yeah. being done at once. So we've got a number of live workplaces, uh, complex workplaces too, given it's a prison, they... Uh, Egress is not something they're big on in the prison. They're not too quick on trying yes. to find your ways out. <clears throat> so uh, a lot of the second tier levels are, are single stair access and the the cells themselves in the plant rooms are, are very restricted access. And obviously if there's if, if somebody's working in there and, and collapses or uh, has an issue or hits their head or something like you that, get them out. you can't get them out. Um, mm. The stairwells aren't designed to take stretches. Uh, and the emergency access and egress plan that uh, apparently was supposedly put together with the safety committee uh, nobody had ever seen. So uh, all that proved to be rubbish, and it was a great 88-page document that nobody had read. So uh, they had to send some people away from training, and they had to completely re-implement the, uh, the whole EVAC process, right down to siren tests. They'd done none of those. All the tests were done on RDOs. So uh, That's disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful, yes. It is. It's, it's That's re- just very regressive form. policy, isn't it? Absolutely. And um, the when argued which legislation they intend to work to on the site being a Comcare employer, they're telling me it's a hybrid legislation they're working to. They're bits of Comcare and bits of the Victorian Act. So I'm still waiting for them to explain to me which bits of the Act apply to whom and, and enforced by whom. Um, the National Safety Manager hasn't furnished me with that information as yet. I just, I, I just think being going out there, I just think the arrogance... The arrogance of them is just something that um, yeah, just leads to believe. You know what I mean? Just, mm. You think you got to be, you're not fair, nigga, mate. You, know, you, you got you got people's people's lives at risk. You have got you know mud and shit laying everywhere. And look, and I'll give the safety committee the due out there. They've, they've been trying so hard in the last say the last week or so. The place has has improved. Yeah, um, due, due to union influence. Well, Absolutely. That's the only reason it got fixed. I mm. give them the mail. You know the, the reps out there, safety committee out there, and look. At the end of the day, the blokes, the blokes have just stuck fat. Absolutely, the blokes have done themselves <coughs> proud, and um, I've had ran into quite a few got members that are working out there. And uh, although it's it's frustrating for them to be sat on their bum, um, and at the moment there's an argument about payment. Um, although they're quite frustrated, they believe that what happened had to happen. Um, they were very concerned, and even since uh, the guys have gone back to work, there have been three reasonably significant issues since. I mean, um, we had a guy nearly ejected from a boom lift where his boom slid into an unmarked uh, electrical trench. We had a, uh, a non-destructive... Uh, slid into an unmarked electrical mud. Yeah, trench. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, because it was so muddy. They were out there doing emergency rectification, putting up a siren, uh, a, over, a boom over 11 metres, so quite a large one. And, uh, it's truth. Yeah, so the guy was obviously thrown about in the basket. Then we had a, a sucker truck that slid into a... Uh, another electric trench, electronic trench that was marked. When you say slid in, what is, the, is the ground not flat out there and, and, no, and with no rock down, you just start moving around? Absolutely. Shower rain, as you mentioned before, Jim, it just goes to poo. You've got a bit of melting mud underneath absolutely. you and off you go. Yep. No um, one wants to hop on the old sucker truck. No one wants to touch mm. the sucker truck. Yeah, it's it's landed in on top of a heap of live electrical cables and they've had to shut power down to half the site. And then uh, we've come across some structural steel work that's... Uh, I think WorkSafe were out there yesterday and put a notice on the Victorian steel erection contractor um, because uh, of have, the way he was doing the, well, that task. I, I think they had some brackets out there that weren't, they hadn't, hadn't been certified. There was no certification, no engineering, uh, no design. Um, 
didn't stop them from attaching the purlins though. They just kept working, and it was only when the safety committee um, come across it that that work ceased. And once again, there was no trouble with supervision because there was plenty of Holmes blokes down there looking at it. No one was stopping it. Mm. Anyway, Keller, what's been happening in your area, mate? Oh, you uh, know, yeah. I'll get on you, mate. Yeah, no, it's all been happening, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, let's, let's make it exciting. Thanks yeah. for that comprehensive Come report. on, come on. Let's just make something up. Um, out to a place today. I'm doing a bit, bit of bargaining. So, oh, yeah? Mm, mm. Well, as long as the bargaining goes our way, we don't really care, do we? Well, pretty much. You know. That's the way it is. In fact, I've got about three separate bargainings going yeah. on at the moment. Well, but, let's, uh, let's work as a team and do a killer's way. I think that's, that's, that's what happens, isn't it? Well... Union I've, having done the union training, yes, and you, we've all done that, haven't we? Absolutely. Oh, where we have? Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, I'll, I'll just get and put a log of claims to them. Mate, I'm sure you'll get there in the end. It's Dep- a, it's depends a hard how battle sometimes. Depends isn't it? what the members are like and how how yeah. hard they want you, to push. You only, you only struggle with your blokes, aren't you? Add on, add on some of them sides. Mm. And so are these in um, traditional construction agreements. No, they're not. No, no, yeah, no. So this is a different ballpark yeah, from t- where we usually operate. Yeah, it is. It's and their rates are closer to thirty bucks an hour. You know. Yeah. Um, so I reckon there's sort of ways and means of maybe getting it up a bit, you know, the odd allowance, building it in, you know, yeah. the old killer allowance. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Hamburger allowance. Yeah. Oh, well, very good hands, because I know you'll annoy that management into something. <laughs> we'll get yeah, there, right? Yeah, I we'll do there. tend to chip white people, and at some stage they lose their shit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, nice. What's been happening with you, Jimbo? Oh, not much, mate. You know, full on work trying to get this project that I'm on over the line. So yeah. uh, we'll see how we go. But uh, what I'd like to touch on, what I've been hearing a lot out there, um, with uh, the politics that's going, this majority government that's mm. that's asking for a, uh, you know, a pairing <laughs> if someone's sick. That's how much majority they've got yeah. so that they can get their votes through. Um, look, it's still pretty disgraceful out there that, we're talking about saving money and, get, and keeping this AAA rating, which I've read a few economists saying it's not that big a deal. It's a deal, but it's not that big a deal, and certainly Australia is in, is in a great position. Um, it's, it's sad that the people that they're trying to take money off are the people that need it the most that live week to week. And at the, in the same breath, they want to give multi-billion dollar tax cuts, tax breaks to banks who are making multi-million, billion-dollar profits and paying their CEOs $12 million bucks a year. Yeah, $12 million. Yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know what he does to earn $12 million. He sacks people. But he doesn't work hard enough to make $12 million. Absolutely not. And uh, that's, the, that's the tragedy of this society that we're living in, that yeah. people, that, that, that for some reason, it, it's believed mm-hmm. that business is what runs the country it's the people that work for the businesses that run the country. Right? They're the ones that make the businesses money. That's right. Now, if you want to screw the worker, as they do in some of these other countries, you know, if, if, if you're trying to tell us that the reason things are expensive is because of wage growth, bullshit. Right? Mm-hmm. There's no wage growth in, in um, some Asian countries that I've visited, and yet the, the, the premium you're paying for a product is the same as here. My son was telling me the other day he took a work, walk down Chapel Street and hadn't been down there for a while, so he's t- he counted 30 shops that are closed. Now, that's not because of wages. That's because of rent. rent. Rent is the killer. Unconditional, you know, I don't give a shit. It's, it's generational. Most of these buildings in, in this city, and in, especially some of the older suburbs, have been owned by the same families for 100 years, and they just collecting rent 
that's the killer. The, the big shopping centres that we love to build, but at the same time, these shopping centres screw the people that, that, that ran shops business, in there. Yeah. That's it. That's right. They dictate the hours of they work. Dictate, there's no expense to the owner of the shopping centre except when he builds it, yeah. and that's all been given to him by the people that rent it anyway right. because they get screwed sen- senseless. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get fair. You know, 7-Eleven screwing their workers. How about the farmers at the moment? The farmers, the same thing. You know, like if it costs a dollar to make a litre of milk before it leaves the farm and he wants to put a dollar fifty on it to make his 50 cents, then why, why, why is the, the organisation that's supposed to be helping them selling the milk for 50 cents? You know, it's, it's just bullshit. It's, it, it, I really, I'm starting to look, <laughs> a lot of those farmers are Liberal voters, but, uh, and they need to wake up too. But um, I feel, I have genuine sympathy for some of those farmers that have worked hard and, and um, all of a sudden their milk's fetching bugger all now and they've got a back pay, you know, so... Mm. You know, yeah, you've got to pay when, back. That's bullshit too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Is. That's I, just not right. I was raised, I was born and raised on a dairy farm, and uh, let me tell you, it's not a luxurious existence. No, no. Uh, there's not money raining out of the sky when the cows, when you milk the cows. Mm. Uh, you, you scratch out a living and you do the best you can, and most farmers diversify and look at other means of income as well to support themselves. Yeah. I can't work out how a litre of water yeah. that comes straight, you know, what, what it, gets, <laughs> it gets infrared rayed or something or boiled or whatever it is. And then it gets purified. Yeah. You know, it gets purified. Is more expensive than a litre of milk. That's right. I just can't work that one out. It's ridiculous. And no one, no one drinks water, do they? I've never yeah. drunk water in my life. And especially because you can get it from a tap. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So you know, like milk, you can't just go to your tap. You have got a choice. You can go to your tap and get free milk, or you pay your rates, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, it's just that's it's ridiculous. It's, mm, it's just ridiculous. out of control. Yeah. There's something wrong with the free market. Good people getting screwed over. Yeah. There's no free market. And and the reason that guy made his $12 million a year is because he rips off the average punter, mm. the banks with them, that takes loans with them, housing loans, and all this bullshit about they pass on interest rates, cuts and that. The banks the banks aren't... aren't they, they've got no authority to tell the banks to cut their rates. Well, they're not doing anything illegal. Ah. So they're, you know, they're hoping, you know, Mr Turnbull... The ex-merchant banker who knows exactly how the system works he was thinks, thinks that the banks, are gonna, the generous, generosity of their own heart, are going to pass on the full cut when they don't have to. I mean, grow oh, You know, get real. Come back to the real world. What's, what song we got? Killer, come on. Yeah, um, well, I've got a Neil Young song, but it's not sung by Neil Young. It's a cover. There you go. Well, a lot of his covers are done better by people that do the covers. Actually, it's Young, funny you should but, say that because I reckon... This is a, an album of women who sing Neil Young songs, and um, I reckon what some of the songs are way better to women. Well, what are you, no, talk, what are you talking you're about? You're talking about women sing better than Neil Young. That's what you said. I, I, well, I've, you've listened to this, have right. listened to this song, and I reckon they do a better job. It's clearly an equal opportunity listener, Terry. Is it? Okay. So right. I think right. you can start playing, mate. All right, hang on. Let's see if I got this right.
Welcome back. And that was Kate Moore. Kate, Kate York. Kate York. Yep. So Off was, comes a time. Was, Neil Young. That was, was a banana peeler's name. Which from memory could be on the Harvest album. Harvest? Uh, uh, which was one of these big albums. It's either Harvest or Harvest Moon, one of the others. One of those two, I reckon. Mm, I can probably two. I don't Google it. It's always Googling stuff. <laughs> hey, hang on, last well, year's I'll for. Google it. I'll Google it. Well, if you don't know, Google. You only Google. Guess we'll find you out. only Google I do after about 17 pots or something. Yeah. Google yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what happens. But anyway. Mm. Well, Andy's on the mend, so that's a good thing. That's, I know you were speaking a minute ago. And, yeah, uh, no, he's, he's, um, he's turned the corner and seems to be uh, picking up in spirits and all that, which is really good. It was and, good to hear from the big fella. And young Gerard Ramsey, I think he's uh, on the road to. Uh, I know, I know he's got ongoing stuff with, um, but um, I know he's been listening, Billy be listening, but um, yeah, all the best for yeah, the all young fella. Yeah, all our thoughts and uh, are there. Yeah. We've got a stewards meeting today. We, we have at 9.30. Mm. Mm-hmm. 9.30 is it? 9.30 yeah. at the union office. So if you're listening and you, um, you haven't got the yeah, text. You didn't get the text or haven't found yeah. out, uh, you better get into the make, office. Make your way into the, and, the mothership. And if you didn't get the text, just blame Bobby Vaughan. That's, that's, right. that's what happens in it. We just blame Bob. <laughs> now, I just want to give a quick report on the uh, the Victorian Building Initial Drug and Alcohol Management uh, Plan that's floating around out there. And Hang on, I'm of... just going to put my hand in my ears. We... <laughs> <laughs> a number of the major major builders have picked up the, the Victorian Building Industry Plan. Um, there was an article in the paper some months back, uh, sort of driven by the uh, Master Builders of Victoria, stating that the statistics were that uh, one in five building workers was drug affected. Um, now... This uh, drug and alcohol management plan has been rolled out for approximately 12 months now and there's been some considerable amount of testing done and uh, I suppose the latest statistics that I want to deliver here are out of 940 tests conducted across numerous building sites from the random test and testing selection. Uh, there have only actually been four positives, uh, three for methamphetamines and one for codeine. Now, once the, uh, once the fellow with the codeine issue presented his prescription and demonstrated yeah. that he was actually... Codeine's pretty standard. Yeah, that he was taking medication... Toothache, in line with the, whatever. Yeah, he was taking medication in line with the prescription. Uh, he was... He's obviously no loss of pain. So three back people in 900 and something? Three people in 940, which is starting to get to a reasonable representative sample size. So it doesn't lead me to believe that there's the, uh, the, the proliferation sure, of drug issues want. in the industry that uh, the master builders would like us to believe. You go into some office workplaces, and I'll bet you it'll be higher than that. You know, as opposed to construction. Do the master builders get drug tested in their offices? They should. I don't, I don't know, but I reckon that's where we should take the next test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. If you say, listen, we're coming to do a drug test, they say, can I go home and study for it? That's what they do. Yeah. They wouldn't be can study for Overall, it. Overall, the, the whole <laughs> testing procedure has been very well received by members on site. I mean, we all acknowledge We've had the three th- on ours so far. Three random tests, yeah. Mm. yeah. Have you been tested? Mm. Yeah. All right, I won't say any more. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that, Jim. Yeah. Well, you yeah. still, still there, Jim. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. So, uh, look, it did go well, I've got to say. And yeah. we also had yeah. the uh, health check with the, yeah, you know, the body, body mass index and yes. all that sort of stuff, yeah. um, which was pretty good. Um, you know, like it's because um, there's a few people in the construction industry who probably do need to be told Absolutely. these things and yeah. sent on their way and told, you know, maybe you need to go see your doctor and take mm-hmm. this a little bit further. Another, um, uh, another thing that Inca Link are just starting to roll out now is um, mental health first aid. So they're starting to roll it out, and I'm, I'm endeavouring to get our delegates trained in it. It's mm. basically where you can identify, or helps you identify somebody who may be struggling with mental health issues and gives 
the person dealing with that bloke um, the appropriate pathway to, to see that they can get some assistance. And I believe to sort of raise general awareness of mental health yeah. issues. Well, that was one of the things that they sort of pushed as well. Yeah. If you've got an issue, a mental health issue, or you think you've got some concerns about anything, bring it up here and we'll discreetly... Look, the services offered you know, by Incalink are second to none and we're yeah. very fortunate yeah, in the yeah, industry yeah, that we yeah, have yeah. the level of protection and the level of services available The treating to us. of mental health is something I'm never going near. I think... I think it's That's the too I hard struggle. basket it's, for me. It is I, not an easy thing to deal with. I reckon, I reckon it's an untapped issue. Massive, in our, massively in our, untapped. In our, in, well, in all industries, you know, in, mm -hmm. right across Australia, and it just seems to, it just seems to be getting worse and worse and worse, and and you know, and great, great that Inklink's got on the front foot and said, oh. we've got to, we've, we've, we've got to people. deal with this. Let's train yep, people up. Yep, yep. People that yeah. know what they're doing and know yeah. how to, you know, get you out of trouble you when, you, when the world's very, on top of you. Do you think I'd be a very good counsel for someone with mental health, Kelly? No, no, no Terry. No, no, no definitely I think not. You'd be more a case study, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> well, my daughter's uh, my daughter's a. Uh, 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 psychiatrist and um, she comes over and she looks at me and I just shake my head and she said you're just she's written volumes about <laughs> you she just hasn't released it yet <laughs> you're a work in progress <laughs> I said don't analyse me I said <laughs> I suppose the overarching message for our members out there is um, I don't think there if there's any issue that you're struggling with at all whether it be um, substance abuse whether it be financial whether it be relationship whether it be mental health uh, there are specialist counsellors available free of charge at your beck and call, we'll meet you at your home, at your workplace, at a cafe, wherever. Yeah. Um, they're all there and they'll deal with you and work with you for as long as you need. So you, You've got a special one down there too for Richmond supporters. Yes. Killer? Yes. Oh, that's a mean blow. <laughs> I went to my first game uh, in like a few years, the Richmond Collingwood game a couple yeah. of weeks ago. It was, it was good. Oh, that... Yeah, it was a good game and uh, unfortunately Collingwood didn't do that well. Oh, but yeah. but I, I had a big night the night before, school fundraiser at Northcote High, which one of the great schools, and we had a few comedians uh, doing stand-up, people yeah. that come to the school. And and um, so I had a late night, but lucky it was a close game because I reckon I would have fallen asleep. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't. You know. I, uh, but, yeah. I did, someone sent me a message the other day being a Richmond supporter saying that uh, when I die, I'd like the oh. Richmond football team to lower me into the grave yeah. so they can let me let down me one, one more time. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, well, Comes a done. Time, Comes a Time was off the Comes a Time album. <laughs> yeah, yes. You've Googled it. I Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Jimmy? All right, so on that note, have a safe week. Good on you.